Key Biscayne Stories collects the history of our beautiful island. This is your host, Alejandro Cervalli, and I am a certified key rat for many, many years and counting. With this podcast, we will share the stories of our residents and their love for this slice of paradise we call home. So stay tuned, relax, and enjoy these great Key Biscayne Stories. Kibiskainers, Key Rats, welcome to another episode of Kibiskain Stories. Today is a beautiful day here in our island, and today we have Isabel Del Valle McGuinness, a Kibiskain resident with a small charity called Share the Boo. She has been collecting used Halloween costumes from the community and donating them to those in need. Share the Boo has received a lot of support from the KB community, showing continuous proof of our island's heart for social responsibility and helping others. She will share with us how it all started, how it works, what the aspirations for the future will be, and how you can help. Isabel recently had spinal fusion surgery that has inspired a new project to help others recover faster. So join us and learn about Isabel and her projects on another Kibiskain story. Remember to subscribe to the podcast and sign up for our newsletter information in the show notes. Isabel, welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us today. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Good, good. I'm glad that uh, we're here to talk about your project, your charity. Yeah, share the boo. Share the boo. But before we do that, let's get to know you a little bit. So what is your background? Where is your family from? My mom's family is from Spain. And well, my dad's family is from like England and Ireland. So very European. And for how long have you guys been in the key? Um, We've been in the key since I was one or two. So about 13, 14 years. Nice. Nice. And where do you know, where are you going to school? I go to school at MAST. MAST, that's a great school. I hear it's very challenging. Yeah, it's pretty challenging, but I work through it. There is, uh, there is, there's like, there's like challenging thoughts. I hear that the maritime is more challenging than the Cambridge, but some people say that the Cambridge is more challenging than the maritime. So I don't, what is your opinion? Um, I'm in the Cambridge program, the STEM part of the Cambridge program. So I don't really know. My friends that are maritime say that's hard, but it's, I don't know how to compare it. I've never had any like the maritime classes. So that's cool. Do you like it? Yeah, I like it a lot. I like a lot of the teachers there. Cool. Cool. I'm, I'm working with, with mass now to see if we can get access for, for the back gate. So I work for the city of Miami. So we're trying to see if we can get access to do some enforcing back there from our, for our police department. But but I won't bore you with that. So uh, we're here to talk about Share the Boo, which is your charity, right? That started here. Mm-hmm. It started in 2019. 2019. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about that. It basically started from when I saw an Instagram post of um, these two guys that did it somewhere else. But since it was so long ago, I haven't been able to find it. But um, it really inspired me to do something like that in Cuba, Skein. And we do it with Liberty City. The Halloween times because Share the Boo is about collecting Halloween costumes, right? Yeah, and then you- it's about like collecting them and um, people will, like donate or they can choose to buy new ones and um, we'll take them, we'll like fix them, sew them or wash them up and then um, we put them all together and then around Halloween time um, we'll go over to Liberty City and Lotus House and we'll like give them out to all of the kids there. I have helped Lotus House in the past from for my years with the city. So it's, I, I know it's good people there. Um, one of my favorite p- 
parts of Halloween in Kibiskane is the walking in you know, all the houses. And I always make sure I make the time to go with my little cousins. What is your favorite part? I really like seeing all of the houses because they always like a lot of them always go all out for it and like all like their inflated things there outside and like all the decorations. I just think it's really cool. Yeah, I like to start by the by the park. We meet up at the park and then we walk from there into like the homes. So the inspiration you said was from these people that you saw, right? Yeah. And then you decided to do something similar. Yeah, I decided to do something similar. And then so I didn't really know where to start. But um, I know Chief Prez um, has his own foundation. I was like, oh, I'll go ask him for help and see if he can help me. And so my mom and I went and talked to him and he said, yeah, I'll help you through this because he has um, connections at the Tokosi centers where we like drop off all of our Halloween costumes at the end of each year. And he's been a really big help as well as Andrew at the Cubist Game Foundation and MCI. What is, for those that don't know, what is a, what is a Tokosi Center? It's like a community center in Liberty City. And it's just kind of like where people come together there. And so we thought it'd be like the easiest place to distribute the costumes there since it's like, like a welcoming environment. And for those that don't know, also, I know we mentioned the Lotus House. Lotus House is like a, it's like a shelter for single moms and children, right? Yeah, it is. And when you go to the community centers, uh, like the Tokosi Center and Lotus House, do you just drop them off or how, how does that coordination? Um, so the first year we did it, we just dropped it off because it was getting a little complicated. So we just dropped it off there and like they distributed it there. But then 2020 Halloween, because of Corona, we couldn't distribute the costumes. So instead we made little individual bags of like candy. The community donated and it was amazing. So for Lotus House, we went and we dropped it off and they had like their own little party kind of going on there. So we stayed for a while and then um, we had to go to the Tokosi Center and um, they had a book event there. So we stayed for that event as well. We dropped off 400 bags of candy to the Tokosi Center and 200 bags at Lotus House. When people donate, how does... So because 400, I mean, you're looking at that's, that's a lot of candy right there. Yeah. So do you have like, is it you and your mom making the little baggies or your uh, friends? So we didn't really want many people like coming in contact with the candy. So it was mainly just that's true. my dad, my mom and I. Um, so they would drop off the candy. We had a little collection points. So we had it at the community center on, in Key Biscayne, the Islander News and at the Q-Skin Foundation. I'm pretty sure that was it. And police station and Key Colony. So there's a bunch of places people could drop off. So like um, we would go and pick them up and it was like the big variety bags of candy. So they would come back here to my house and we would like mix it all up and then put them in each bag. As well as Chase Bank, they donated a lot of lollipops. I think it was like a thousand that they donated. That's and awesome. so like, we would also put them in the bags as well. And so in, and this was last year? Yeah, for Halloween of 2020. And it didn't include costumes this time around. Yeah, but we're still collecting costumes. Just we did like it wasn't the best idea because of Corona. So, but we're still collecting costumes. Like just like yesterday, um, someone came and dropped off two big bags of costumes. So, so if if we have someone listening and they want to donate a costume, what's how does how can someone go about in donating a costume? So they would just go to our Instagram and um, just DM us, and we're always looking through it and. Um, 
then we would give them like our address and they could come drop it off or we can come pick it up from their house. And also at the Saturday market at the community church, yeah, we have a zero waste culture. They're collecting for us as well. So every Saturday they're going to be there with like a box that um, you can drop off your costumes there. Where is the box located? Um, they just have like a booth. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Okay, so now we know what we can do to to donate costumes. So, and in the first time you did it, mm-hmm. how many costumes did you uh, collect? Um, we had over four hundred costumes. It was wow. crazy the amount that people donated, and um, the people of Kiwiskin they donated such beautiful costumes. It was just amazing. And how did you? How did you? How was the experience when you had the idea to actually getting the word out there and then receiving all that community feedback? Four hundred costumes on your first call for costumes. I think that's that's amazing. Yeah, it was crazy when people just kept like coming and like telling us like, "Oh, we have costumes. That oh, we're cleaning at our house. We have more costumes." It's just amazing. I definitely did not think we were gonna get that many costumes donated. I thought it was gonna be like I don't know, like a hundred at least, you know. But four hundred over four hundred was just crazy to me. The Islander also they would like write things out that people would see it. I'm pers- like I'm not in any of like the you know the adult chats, but um, my mom is, so she would like write out to the chats, and people would be like, "Oh, I have more costumes," and then um, people at school would also find out. So it was just amazing the feedback that we got. That's awesome. I have to I have to congratulate you on um, on the initiative, and of course that the first the first reach out was great. I mean, four hundred. It must have been a lot of bags. <laughs> yeah, it was. It's crazy. And like we packed them all into boxes. So the Q Scheme Foundation, they have like a storage room that we just put all our boxes there. Um, and I'd say we have like 10 boxes, 10, 15 boxes there already, which is already crazy. And what's what will be the plan for the ones you already have in your boxes? We're hoping for Halloween this year that we can distribute the costumes like Corona might like go down a bit and like we'll be able to like give them out. But we're thinking keeping it like at Lotus House and uh, um, Tokosi, but maybe expanding to other like houses as well. You know, like other that. shelters. Yeah, other shelters. And community centers. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm sure. I mean, there, there's a handful. There's all, and not also that there's there are also organizations. There's many yeah. organizations out there like out of the top of my head, I'm thinking uh, the Kiwanis, the Lions Club. I'm sure all those are good connections to help yeah, distribute, definitely. collect and distribute. Yeah, but since we're doing so many like the shelters, we need a lot more toddler costumes because we get we get a lot of adult costumes, but like the more children sizes and like toddlers, we don't have as many. Do you find it that there is uh, a demand like people want toddler costumes? Yeah, because I feel like there's like a lot more younger kids there than the older ones. Ah. So okay 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 okay. that makes sense mm-hmm. yeah especially in lotus house because it's women and, and their kids yeah. and the kids are, are only if i'm not mistaken you could only have kids from a certain age range that yeah. i don't know i think so yeah so what is the future for this project for share the boo how do you envision what would be let's say let's say let's say there's no limitations mm-hmm. what is that what is that dream idea um so i want to get like a truck kind of and like you can like go around to like each shelter and like it's like oh can we get this gender and this like age costume and then like you just like go into the truck and like hand it out and everything like you can go to so we can like hit like multiple places at once which i think would be really cool so we're talking like one of those almost like like, an ice cream truck 
like a okay, like a food truck ice cream yeah, like style. That. Okay, okay, and then you have all the costumes of all the ages. I can see, yeah, I can see that it fits a lot of boxes. You could hang, you can hang a bunch of uh, costumes yeah, and stuff. Like little like um, clothing racks in it, like a mobile Halloween truck, you know. A share the boo mobile truck. Yeah, I think that would just be the coolest thing ever. That's cool. That's cool. So I'm sure that this great initiative, collecting so many things and and distributing them, you must have friends or, or family that are helping you your volunteers how does your volunteers look like so definitely andrew britton from the cubes game foundation he has been with me through all of it he's um helping me like store the costumes giving me connections and everything like that he's just always there and helping me throughout it definitely the community i wouldn't have any of the costumes without them i wouldn't have any of the candy that we collected without them and they're all very supportive and like reposting a lot of the stuff that i do Definitely some of like the businesses here, like Chase, they've donated a lot of stuff, um, like the lollipops and always asking if I need anything. And then the Islander as well. They've posted a lot of articles about me and helping me get the word out. Your parents? My parents, definitely. Uh, my mom, especially. <laughs> um, she's helping me with everything. She helps me like collect the costumes. She helps me um, wash them and like sew them. She's an amazing sewer. So she helps me sew them all up. My school mass, they've helped me collect costumes and helped me with all of it. And just everyone at the Tokosi Center, they've helped me with distributing it all. And yeah, that's it really. So you you mentioned your mom sewed them. So so you get these costumes, you review them, make sure that they're good. Mm -hmm. And if you need to fix them up, you you touch them up a little bit. Yeah. So like if they have like a stain or something, then we'll wash them. If they have like a rip, my my mom will sew them up because I'm not a good, I'm a terrible sewer, but my mom's amazing at it. So she helped me with that. And yeah, because we want to make sure like they're like good costumes or not just donating like, you know, garbage to them because we want to make sure it's like it's nice and clean and everything. So, yeah, I think it's awesome. I think it's awesome. So we were talking a little bit pre pre episode, pre podcast. You mentioned you had another project you wanted to to work on or start. Yeah. So I just had um, spinal fusion surgery on February 4th. Yeah. For those that don't know what that is, what is what is that? So I had scoliosis, um, and so it's my back, my spine was curved, and so they would take metal rods and they would shave down some bone, and then um, turn it into a paste and put it onto the rods, and then put it into like next to my spine to straighten it out, and then bolt them together to keep it in place, and so I have a straight spine now. Does this help you keep your spine your back straight? Yeah, it helps me keep my back straight a lot. And I'm going to start physical therapy to help me regain like the strength in my muscles because I had to like, you know, move around it and everything. So, yeah. I think I'm going to need that because I'm always curving my back, especially here in the computer. <laughs> <laughs> of yeah. course, yours was more intense. But um, so, so this inspired you. This inspired this new project. Yeah. So I want to make like a pamphlet for those that are going to get the surgery because before my surgery, uh, my mom would talk to other people that like their kids um, or them already had the surgery and like, oh, what should I get? What should I get to like make my recovery a lot easier? So like my doctor, he would give me all the medical things that I would need um, to know. But um, like after my surgery, I, I couldn't wet my back because I had a specific bandage on it that I could not get wet. It was super hard for me to shower 
there's like different ways that people have told me to that I could shower, like to get a sunbed and like lay down on it. And my mom would help me wash my hair. The doctor never really told me how to do that or like um, a bed rail, like, you know, that you put on the side of your bed that helps me like get up and like lay back down on it because I had like no strength in my back to get myself out of bed, um, which was really helpful. And like specific pajamas because I couldn't lift my arms up. So like, pajamas with like buttons going up it to like help me get changed and everything so I want to make like a pamphlet with all of the things that someone would need to know before they before and after they go into the surgery you know to get what they need to help it be like more smooth and recovery that's awesome that's that's very thoughtful I mean I I, I can I can definitely understand I, I had a small hernia in my stomach and the doctor just said you know don't eat too much but there were so many things I could have done too you know, yeah. I could have reduced my portions, you know, I could have eaten healthier, lighter to, I found, I found those things out by myself. Yeah. Do you have a name for this project? Not yet, because I haven't really started doing it. I've just read it, started like my list on what I want to include in the pamphlet, as well as like my personal story, because before I, I just put my head in the sand because I did not want to like talk about it with anyone. So maybe it's like, if I had read someone else's story, I think I would have been fine because I did not want to talk to like other people that have gone through this. I don't really know why. It's just something I did not want to do at all. But um, like hopefully if people read about my story and see like, oh, this is this is going to go smoothly. It's fine and everything like to make it go a lot smoother. I like that. I think I think that a lot of people can definitely benefit from learning from from an experience like yours and especially with all these tips. Cool. I think that's a great project. Just coming out with projects, huh? Yeah. <laughs> that's always good. That's always good to have ideas. Mm -hmm. Sounds like a, like an entrepreneur, always coming up with ideas. Yeah, thank you. What would you What would you like to study? Because you're in math, right? So you are in what grade? I'm in ninth grade, so I just started high school. Ah, okay. So you got plenty of time to make up your mind. Unless, unless, unless you already have something. I want to be a brain surgeon for lions. Oh, I, I don't like blood at all. But no, I, I like um, computer science a lot. So Ooh. I've been taking like those courses in school and outside of school. Like um, before Corona, I was like an assistant to my old com um, coding teacher that I took classes outside of school. Um, I would be like her assistant helping like the kids there. But Corona hit, so the community center closed down. But I take classes as well inside of school. And I've always just had like the passion for it, I guess. That's awesome. What what would you like to do in computer science? That I don't really know yet. Maybe work at like like Facebook or like Instagram and like one of like the coders for it. I don't know. I think that would be cool. Well, that's that'll be that's that will be super cool. Um, but I know there's a Facebook office, but they don't advertise those. It's not like their office office, but they have like a handful of people here. It's one of my mom's friends works for them. So I know we're running out of time, and I always like to ask our guests for Kibiskan stories. What is their favorite part of the key? Um, my favorite part of the key is definitely that all my friends are so close by. Like I can just walk to any of their houses when I know friends that live off the key that I'll have to like make a set plan with them before I go hang out with them because like I'll have to have my mom drive me to them. But I like just the closeness and like the tightness of our community that we can all just, you know, hang out with everyone. And we're always looking out for each other. That's awesome. You know, I, I like to hear these portions of the story because everybody has a very similar thought it's about the community and and the family that that the key offers you know it's great yeah. 
So thank you so much for joining us, Isabel. It's been great to hear your project about, you know, the Share the Boo and your new project. We wish you a lot of luck. I hope that from now on, you guys can count Kiwi Skin Stories to help spread the word. Yes. Future Share the Boo. And of course, your new project. Any, any, Anything we can do. Well, we, I mean, I, me, myself, and I can do to help spread the word. <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you.